Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon, and uh, welcome. Happy Monday, Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Julia is off today. Stephanie March, food editor for Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, is filling in today. We have another giveaway this week. What are we giving away? We're giving away. That's what we're giving away. Not the movie passes, though. No, we are going to be giving away tickets to see Mamma Mia. And that is going to be at the Ordway and Thursday, July 19th mm-hmm. performance. And we'll let you know when to call in and claim those. And Anne Michaels and Aaron Straub, who were part of Schwab. Project Down and yes, Schwab. Schwab. Part, part of yes, Down and Dirty. I love her. I know. I've been watching it. her since like the days when, you know, yeah. Cabaret way down in the basements yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, no, so, so I, we know two of the three. That'll be fun. That's going to be I'm awesome. sure they timed it to go with the movie. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, which of is course. opening. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, we do every Monday weekend claim to fame. We have to wait for tomorrow for Julia's weekend claim to fame, okay. which I know is her going to be the share show that she saw in Chicago this weekend. Oh, she saw that Broadway day or it's the preview. Oh, so that'll be hers. Okay, we'll hear about that. Well, what was your weekend claim to fame? Um, I might have set up some fireworks without blowing anybody up. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they were real fireworks. Were they? They were. Wow, border fireworks. Oh my gosh, I, know. I love it. Did, I know. Did you have all the... We had children, we had people, we had drinking, everything, and nobody died. Oh, good. It was great. I all think right. that's a claim to fame. That is a claim to fame. How about you, Donnie? Uh, Stephanie will be glad to hear that uh, checked out the St. Paul Farmer's Market oh, on Saturday yay! morning. What Came a- out with a large bag of produce. Yeah, I know. You Are you going to eat it? Absolutely. Of course, we eat it. Yeah. Well, some people would go absolutely. and shop, and then like, oh, I ended oh, up throwing no, it no, all no. away. Yeah, no, no, absolutely can't do not. That. Absolutely no. not. So did that, and then uh, spent a lovely afternoon at the house uh, with my daughter. So nice. we oh, over very for nice. lunch. Nice. So there you go. My weekend claim to fame was Basilica Black Party all weekend long. Oh. It was so did you go fun. all three days? Well, it's just two nights. Two nights. Okay. Two nights. So went Friday night. It was just. It, first of all, it was just perfect, perfect weather. No kidding. I mean, you know. And it was so, and then, um, yeah, I just love that festival. I don't even care who's playing because I, it's always, there's always it's somebody be good. good. And I made a band discovery, Donnie. Okay. Ooh. The one that Chris Riemann Schneider said was his pick at the stars. He's had two picks for the star tribune stage, lady Lark mm-hmm. and, um, and the Shackletons. Oh. Shackleton. The Shackletons. They were so fun. They were very, it's three brothers, if I'm getting this right. And they were hard, fast, loud, original, 
rock, had a little punkabilly thing, and the last closing song, and I think they've been doing it for a while, but it just, everyone was singing along, and everyone knows the words to the song, but it was a very punked out version of Country Roads. And it was so good. So cool. It was so good. That is on point. Yeah, it was really good. And then, you know, Fitz in the Tantrums and Jason Isabel was there. And my only complaint, and it's not about the block party, was uh, the band Cake. I love Cake. Yeah, okay. So that guy, the lead singer, talked way too much. He gave mm. away a tree. He lectured us about trees. They've been the doing guy that who, lately. Have, do they do that? Yeah, the tree thing is a thing that they do. Okay, well, yeah. I never saw that thing, and I don't care if I ever see it again. The guy came up on stage. He said, if you don't take pictures of the tree and show the world all along the way how you're taking care of this tree, we're all going to shame you. On, <laughs> I mean, it just went wow. on, and on. it drove us away. It drove us back to Andy grammar yeah <laughs> okay and, yeah and so right? mm-hmm. anyway that was just kind of i don't i i like it when they shut up and sing i i i like a little like a banter little? i want a little like hey minneapolis yes, this yes. kind of thing and then i want performance. i don't want 10 minutes of no blah 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 no. blah mm-hmm. let's just shut up and sing yeah. mm-hmm. and it was packed on saturday oh, i bet it was because i think attendance sometimes is lighter on friday if the fourth of july was just like two days yeah. before mm-hmm. so people that have been gone so welcome back workers right it was very light <laughs> on the freeways last week uh yeah so yeah. Um, anyway, but it was just packed on Saturday night, and just uh, people were loving uh, Bjorns and yes, Third that's Eye the Blind one. Bjorns played. is the one my kid wanted to go see. Yeah, he was so excited for that, but didn't. It go. was just fun, and of course, just full of good-looking people of all ages having fun. Is it all ages, or is it? It, it is kind of all ages. I think it's maybe. I'm age blind. I am Stephanie. too. I, well, yeah. I mean, I know. Right. Like, are you 16 or are you 23? I don't. I don't have any <laughs> idea. So, I, to me, it's kind of all. It yeah. looks like, but I would say probably the crowd is maybe 20s and 30s. Yeah. But then you know you see people that are you know g- groups of girlfriends yeah. that are together and. Um, yeah, Casey always runs into buddies of his from the National Guard, and that's a good sign. High school, it, it, it does really feel is like, all ages. Yeah, that one does feel like a really good composite of the city. You know, it, of it music is, lovers because it's a city festival. It's mm-hmm. um, you get a lot of money for your ticket. Yeah, you don't have to walk that far. There's plenty of food and beer. It's not and too crowded, trucks. and no, there's lots of room. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. And How if, long has that been going on? Like ten years, fifteen oh, years. Next year will be the twenty fifth year. Yeah. Get Long out! Yeah. The twenty fifth year. I feel like I remember that first one and being well, like, "You probably do." Yeah, I'm sure I do. You probably do. I'm not young. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> remember we're age blind here, right? Age blind. Okay, right? so I mean, everyone, welcome back to work. Yeah. It was kind of for people who had to drive last week. It was sort of like, oh, a lot of people are all yeah. Took uh, at least Thursday and Friday seemed quieter. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Easily to drive downtown and park. I in my own ramp. I think I parked on the fourth floor instead oh. of like the six or seven. Oh, do you always yeah. have to yeah. like do the circle? Yeah. Well, we are going to get some restaurant news from you a yes. little bit later. But when we come back, uh, it's our story we can't get enough of, and it's somebody. Well, she has no choice to speak out about this actor because her show is coming back, and she is now basically the star of the show. Yeah. So when we come back, we're going to hear. Robin Wright. Oh my God, yes. And that they have eight people out. Good. And then the operation for the four more people will uh, be be tomorrow. They'll get the other four out. And so, um, 
yeah, it's just they they did it. They did it with ropes. They got enough water out. They just kind of got the window miracle of time. Because the monsoon is coming or something. There's like all sorts of monsoon season until October. Okay. So um, anyway, so that is like that was amazing to see that they because it was dicey. Yeah, it was just terrible. We'd been following it like crazy last week. We just were like kind of obsessed with it. But okay, so our story we can't get enough of. Robin Wright was on the Today Show this morning, and of course, House of Cards is coming back to Netflix, and she has taken over the lead. Now that Kevin Spacey because, no longer yeah. has a job on that show. <laughs> and so the irony um, was a little bit there in that, and it probably Robin Wright, one of the reasons she wanted to sit down with Savannah Guthrie is because Savannah also worked side by side with the man whom she had no idea was a harasser. Right. Because he didn't harass her. her. And that is possible. It is hugely possible. Yeah. And in and fact, every man doesn't uh, uh, harass every woman that he comes in encounter with. Usually they're harassing people that are in more vulnerable, vulnerable positions. positions. And I think that's important because these strong women, instead of like yelling at them for not knowing, yeah. I hate it when they do that because it, they're like, it's a very you specific. Cannot, yeah, you it's cannot very specific. not know. There have been people who have treated me. You know, I think there are harassing kitchen people yes. who have never been anything but nice to me because I hold the power right. of being a restaurant per- a right. critic. And so they're never going to treat me that. the way that they maybe treat six or seven women in the kitchen. I agree. So, yeah. like, how do you... I so, get it. I think Robin Wright liked that idea of Savannah. Smart. Because it was not um, in the studio. It was pre-taped. Mm-hmm. And you know that everyone is nervous. I mean, Guy Pierce, who worked with... Kevin Spacey on um, the was it the usual no L.A. Confidential L.A. Confidential right said that he heard he was handsy on the set and thank God I was twenty nine and not fourteen but now he kind of regrets it because he didn't even want to seem like he was dismissing that it happened to a fourteen year old right people are very it's hard it's a hard topic to talk about and um, so let's play the first one uh, the first cut uh, do we have the question that's Van Asser yep okay. Was there anything in all these years of working with him that would have made you think something like this was possible? We were co-workers, really. We weren't, um, never socialized outside of work. Respectful, professional relationship. He was so great with me. Um, And was never disrespectful to me. So... That's my personal experience. That's that's the only thing I feel that I have the right to talk about. That Interesting, is... the right to talk about. Right. Because she's saying she's not going to make these comments for other women well, in their... Okay. They keep... They keep <laughs> Savannah keeps pressuring. And you can see how she... I mean, she was like really... Because she was in the same position with Matt Lauer. Yeah. yeah. You know, she worked with him for five years. Yeah. And... You know, someone, I talked to somebody about Meryl Streep and Harvey Weinstein. It's the same thing. And it's kind of the same thing. And one of the things I think is that sometimes if you are like the top person in, like you're one of the stars, the main talent or whatever, some of the gossip that happens at the hairdressing, you know, at the crafts table, all of that, it doesn't 
people don't necessarily gossip with the top people. No, right. No, you don't. know what I mean? Right, you gossip was, down and to yep. the side. Because wasn't that Rose McGowan's criticism of Meryl Streep? Wasn't yes. she saying, like, you knew, you should have known, you've heard the rumors. And but I bet no one, like, mm. I bet no, people don't not, really gossip fair. with Meryl Streep. Yeah, She's been a star since 1976. Yeah. Before Harvey Weinstein, he would have never no. attempted to harass her because she was already a star. Yeah. And people, I don't know, this is just a theory that I have. I have no, but I do think, like, if I ran into, like, our boss's boss, you know, I would never gossip with her. No. About anything I ever heard on this level. (laughs) You don't gossip up, you gossip (laughs) down and sideways. Exactly. So, anyway. Good point, good point. Okay, let's play the next one. Has he tried to reach out, or have you tried to reach out? No, I, I... haven't heard from him and I don't even know how to reach him. Was there any kind of red flag or anything that would have made you think this was possible? Kevin and I knew each other between action and cut and in between setups where we would giggle. Um, I didn't really, I didn't know the man. I knew the uh, incredible craftsman that he is. Do you feel like Netflix did the right thing in cutting ties? I don't know how to comment on that. But I think at that time, the shock was so intense all over the nation for many reasons, many stories, many people. I think that everybody felt that it was respectful to back off. Hmm. See how much she's, you can tell she's she's practiced. She has been practicing (laughs) with her PR. She's been getting coached about this because even though Netflix was always planning on this sixth season of House of Cards being the last. Yeah. She has to speak out about this. She has to. Because she's the face of the show now. Yeah. Claire Underwood is first lady turned president. That's right. So she is where Kevin Spacey was doing these interviews, you know, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. He hosted the Tonys a year ago. It and was only a year. I, how about how did you feel about it when she said I didn't know the man I just knew the incredible and that is the possible, craftsman the craftsman thing he is so yes. they just and that's the hard part where people are like well I, I won't watch this anymore yeah. and I kind of think it's not yeah. really but especially actors for me like that is somebody that's not even that's if they're good it's not even him like it's yeah. not it's a character yeah, being exactly. brought to life and yeah. so for me I can watch those things like I and would I watch can, those I totally get what she's saying yeah, because I mean Donny. And I don't socialize outside of work. If we have a oh, work yeah. thing yeah, happening. This misconception that all these actors all hang out hang with each out other. together. They know they each other. It's also part of that thing where they you think that that's them. Like those right. two talking on the screen yeah. is, like I said, they're just yeah. characters reading lines and affecting a, right. a, a professionalism. Have you guys ever noticed that deep hole she has where her clavicle <laughs> is? Where it's oh, almost like oh, a oh, teardrop rock has been pressed. Every I, time I, I see her. Stop. I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> it is it. it is the strangest. Oh I noticed it the oh. first time I watched House of Cards. Oh, I was just no. like, uh, what oh, is God, going yeah, look on? At- look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. It is like I've never seen anything like that. I've, is it maybe it's a hereditary thing? She got it from her mom, got Probably. it from her grandma. All the all the right ladies have deep clavicle impressions. <laughs> looks like a big teardrop. It looks like a point on a map. Like I would a always map. wear a necklace <laughs> right there. Okay, let's play the last one, Danny. We have seen this earthquake of the Me Too movement, and you've been in this business a long time. Have you experienced? Harassment or you know thing course yeah <laughs> yeah who hasn't right this is a bigger broader issue I think which is seduction I don't care who you are it's about power and once you overpower someone that person then becomes vulnerable and this. Last year, I think, has shined a light in a new way to allow us to start a new conversation. So we just need to shift the paradigm. Okay, so I w- my observation about that question was, Savannah was very nervous to ask that question. To me, Robin Wright is in her 50s. Of course she's of experienced course. harassment. Yeah. If you're in your 20s, you've experienced If you're in your teen, I mean, there is no age if you're a woman that you haven't experienced harassment. And it was weird how tentative she was to even ask that. Yeah, that was weird. Because it's, to me, the sad state of affairs, it's a flippin' given. Well, isn't that the whole point? I yeah. mean, the Me Too thing is it is every single woman. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I think back of like when I did work at Walgreens at the Miller Hill Mall and I was a waitress. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, a couple of the managers were so skeevy and so grabby. <laughs> and I yeah, know what they were. Skeevy. And that's what we call them. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away. You don't want to close with that guy, you know, and you would just share that information. And I did tell my dad about one guy. And my did dad you? did have a conversation with that guy. And he never put his his. um Kitchen hands on me again. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's, mm-hmm. I, the, it's almost, and there's a level of it that sometimes you forget. You, we forget Honestly, about some it. Some women who have said this happened to me and this was this, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I, that happened to me too. Like, we I, were you so used to d- dismissing you kind of, it and yeah. you go, oh, it's just that guy or mm-hmm. that's the way it is. Or someone would say, yeah. oh, he said, so I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I really am. And, and if that means our next generations won't have to go through wonderful. that stuff, great. Um, but new assault charges are being investigated in London against Kevin Spacey yes. because of his theater work he did at the Old Vic oh, Theater right. and and boys under 18. So he... where Do we know where he is? He's just Robin, in hiding? No, I, I don't know. I don't know where he is. Where He's on an island. They should all be on He's the same the island. <laughs> Up in Canada. I mean, who... I don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right, listen, when we come back, Sharp Objects, did you watch it last night? It was no, on but HBO. I'm excited. And um, a couple of TV things to tell you that have a local flavor. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This 
is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Indeed, Starbucks has been trending all day today. Why? Well, they have announced they will ditch plastic straws in two years. No more plastic straws at tar- at the Starbucks in 2020. This, of course, is to reduce ocean waste. Tropical Storm Chris been trending today. It uh, will become Hurricane Chris. The good news is it'll uh, it'll stay well off the Carolina coast before moving back out to sea, but there will be some high surf and dangerous rip currents from North Carolina to Maine. And you may have seen this. Uh, you see if you can find it on the old interweb. A massive alligator captured in Florida. Quote, this may be the biggest gator we've ever responded to. 13 feet long. Huge. Your weather is brought to you by AAA Movers. Clear 67 tonight, partly sunny, 88 tomorrow, and we'll be low 90s, high 80s all the way through the week. Right now, 86 here at My Talk. Now you know. Thanks for hanging out with us. Stephanie March is filling in for Julia while she has a little vacay day. Vacation. And uh, welcome back, everybody else who's back in the Twin Cities working. Yeah. Or maybe you've still got this week off, maybe. you lucky duck, and maybe. you got two or three weeks off. Jeez. Okay, so last night, HBO's Sharps Objects, <sighs> which we've been talking about. Well... Let's just say it. A long time. A long time. A long time. And also... You were one of the first. <laughs> Gillian Flynn, yes, she was on our show in 12 years ago yes. when this book came out. Was it? Is this book 12 years this old? This book is 12 years old. Is this her first old. or second? This was her very first novel. Okay. I read an interview that Neil Justin had, maybe uh, other people saw it yesterday in Sunday's paper, um, and it's her favorite book. Because it's her first book, maybe it's like your first born you maybe, can't help but maybe. be a little biased yeah but she's it has been optioned and dropped an option and she said one of the things that helped finally get it made was the success of her third book gone girl yeah and she used to be a reporter at entertainment weekly oh i didn't know she that. covered tv and media and movies for entertainment weekly and she had this idea for sharp objects about this woman who happens to be a reporter. Oh, you're right. Who she has is. this family secret and the success of Sharp Objects. And then she wrote Dark Dark, dark Places. Dark Places. places. That's and the then one. Gone Girl. She was able to leave, though, as soon as she wrote Sharp Objects. Yeah. Uh, leave Entertainment Weekly. And she helped co-write the screenplay with Marty Noxon. For Gone Girl? For, no, no. Oh, Sharp for Objects. Oh, for Sharp Objects. Yeah, yeah Jean-Marc oh. Vallee, uh, the director of Big Little Eyes and Dallas Buyers Club, he uh, directed Sharp Objects, and it, the storytelling, just like in the book Sharp Objects, is past and present. It goes back and forth, yeah, right. yeah. which is something we saw in Big Little Lies, and yep. he's really beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. And some people uh, I talked to that watched this, I know you haven't watched it yet, Stephanie, and I don't think you have HBO. No, I watched it. You did? Oh, yeah. Did you think, I mean, yes, it might have moved a little slow, but I feel like the book even to set up what happened it is sort of goes back and forth it peels back like an onion uh, 
I would say I didn't think it was bore, was slow particularly, yeah. but you do have to pay attention. Yes, you can't be doing some, something else. Some of the flashbacks are like so that fast. so fast. Oh, really? Yeah, she'll open a door. She goes right. home to her childhood because it's her childhood. Her home. mother yes, childhood. and her. Patricia okay. Clarkson. Her mom moves around like a gothic. Oh know, God, I, I cannot wait yeah. to see this. She'll open a door, and all of a sudden, she's back to being twelve years old. And the summer that whatever happened yeah. happened, and the young actress who plays her in these flashbacks is a doppelganger she for is. Amy Adams. Yeah. She was an it that young actress. Oh. Is that how we uh, know she, she was Beverly? In it. She Beverly. was Beverly. Hair, right. Yeah. Got it. Got I it. was absolutely. I'm just like, it, it's incredible. One of the, I think it was the Variety reporter in their review. They said they hope sharp objects can become like Helen Mirren did with Prime Suspect. Like it could just be this 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 woman, this reporter has enough like she could keep she could doing keep this. Doing yeah. this. Interesting. And you know, like a, I just I thought it was really good. Casey dropped out of it oh my gosh. right away. <laughs> and let me tell you why. why? He despised <laughs> Patricia Clarkson. He said, that is the most awful mother I've ever seen. I've said it's well, a whole point. It's, no, it's, it's, it's a show. Yeah. It's a show. You know, yeah. we've watched other shows where people are absolutely awful. Right. Like Tony Soprano. You right. loved him. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh come on. He is Patricia re- Clarkson is just oh, amazing. I, anything. I will watch her like in, in a car commercial. For, she comes over over. down the stairs in oh. this dressing gown and these high heels. And I love the guy who plays her husband. He's been in a million things yeah he's kind of a waste of time but still <laughs> in her life he's like just there yeah. he's just there because she has the money obviously yeah, she does yeah yeah anyway, no that's and you don't re- you don't remember how it ends and how it all i goes. cannot remember how the book ends uh, the same thing happened to me with girl on a train and gone girl maybe one of the things about reading too many books is yeah. you forget the endings yeah but i think for the psychological um Kind of thriller who done it. I am very glad that my memory fails me, and I cannot remember who did it, who done it. Now I haven't read the book, so yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on. So I know, but, but, but I won't the, say. <laughs> so I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I'm not going to give anything away. Yeah. The last scene, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm walking up to the TV. Oh, to because see. Because I'm looking. What? What is that? What am I looking at? Yeah. What is, Oh my! Yeah, you find out faster in the book. She's a okay. cutter, yeah. and yeah. Julia and I were obsessed with this. Yeah. That was one of the things with, we'd never heard of cutting. Oh, and Gillian. But remember, this yeah. was twelve yeah. years ago. Yeah, and it was very much. It was the first time that anyone had uh, written anything that we had read anyway about why someone, why they they cut it's- themselves. And so, yeah, you find out that right away. So this Amy Adams, she is this journalist in St. Louis who has to go back to her hometown. Her editor is just like, hey, you know, maybe you can actually write something good. This is your hometown. There's been two girls who've turned up dead. You need to go find me what the story is. Wind the Gap, Missouri. Yeah. (laughs) It's really, it's, it's really, it is. Oh God, it gets real good. Yeah. It's like, if you can pop into it, I mean the story itself, as long as they've been true to what the story is. is. And I don't know how they couldn't be because you have to be in this Well, Marty Noxon wrote, co-wrote the screenplay with Gillian Flynn. It's been her passion project. And Marty, Buffy, Unreal, Girlfriend's oh, Guide to yeah. Divorce. She's got, they have a great ear for that voice yeah. of this character, which also 
one of the things that I always felt that I loved about sharp objects is that uh, it was kind of, I guess you don't see in a lot of books, you know, women's simmering anger and how we will do things not to feel because anger is a very difficult thing sometimes for women to like get their hand, uh, how angry you are. So you might drink, you might screw, you might do this, you might shout, you do all these things, but you the anger is palpable yeah there and i think that's really an interesting well and then the cutting thing because cutting has always been portrayed as sort of this teenage thing yeah you know and so i loved that it was almost like this adult woman and the repercussions of the cutting and then having it still be like it doesn't go away and the drinking and uh, yeah it's it's really it's it's good dark it's good and dark. Yeah, it it's is. Good and dark. It is. It's it was good to see uh, Christmas Cena. I've always liked oh, him. Oh, I love him. He plays the detective that's been brought in. What do we know Christmas Cena oh, from? My, and Elizabeth Perkins, for anyone we who saw was her just, briefly. Yeah, if anyone was oh, you're just. Kidding. She has yeah. a character. She plays like someone who's oh, like the, 10 years yes, older than like friend. the dressmaker or something like that. And kind of the the lady who never left town. And yeah. she's sort of a, yeah. um, like, an, like an older sister to that character. But Elizabeth yeah. Perkins found out, you know, like only like three or four years ago that she had diabetes the, the bad oh, kind yeah and anyway that's why she's puffy that's why she's puffy yeah just oh, so yeah. if anyone was okay. having a snarky thought yeah about elizabeth perkins um okay and then another i gotta give a shout out because this is one of my favorite places in duluth called the breeze inn up yeah. on jean duluth road it's a tavern it's a tavern it's a tavern my friend uh used to own it and uh, her parents sold it just a couple years ago but it is going to be on man versus food on the tra- tra- travel channel tonight Woo-hoo! and if you didn't know last night on uh, iron chef america mm-hmm. which was aired last night for the first time justin sutherland who is the chef at handsome hog came out victorious wow in kitchen does Stadium. he win like money I don't know what they or win. Or just wins just fame. Like fame and fortune. Well, okay. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the so, breeze in will be just like people will be oh, Googling. Where the heck is that? They do say that a show, and I think the Twin Cities Business Magazine did a thing about like what happens if after you've been on diners, drive-ins, and right. dives and all this stuff. And they all say that, you know, because it keeps airing, yes. you know, it, whenever, re- periodically, yeah. right. that you get a bump almost every time it airs. That's wonderful. Don't you think it's great? Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I don't watched kn- the Great British Baking Show. You did, Donnie? Do you I like did it? last night? Yeah, I, I do enjoy that show, <laughs> especially when the, it goes horribly wrong. That's and apparently the, the best. The cake falls yeah. apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so funny. Well, I I don't know. I I'm not really don't watch too much on the Travel Channel, um, but I will watch Man versus Food. So right. what is it? Is it? What's well, the concept of so, the show? You know, it's is he going to eat a bunch of the delicious Breezin cheeseburgers? Is, do they have any? Do they have any stunt food? Do you know? Like, is no, there ever, like a contest for anything? Because so it used to be Adam Richman, and now it's Casey Webb, and he basically travels the country in search of America's most delicious dishes and ultimate eating challenges has been the thing. So like, he'll sit down and eat ten pounds of like of burgers or like ten pounds of you know like a nacho thing that's like. You know, six feet tall. It's that whole thing where you eat a pizza the size yeah. of the they table. Have, um, they have amazing fr- fish fry and burgers and good sandwich. It's just so really it good. might be somewhere else in the area, and then he just features them because of something that they okay. do. So, so that's we'll possible have to watch too. It. Yeah. Now, will you watch this uh, "Stay or Sell," which is on HGTV tonight with the Edina couple? Oh, that's that's Everybody, the first one. Brad yeah. and Heather Fox. They will be featured in a pilot, and if enough people watch it. Eight to 12 episodes will be filmed all in the Twin Cities, 
which don't they employ, wouldn't they employ people that live yeah. here for the camera crew? And we have a couple crafts, good production society yeah, companies. Yeah. Um, their show is more like fixer upper working with clients. I was going to say, it sounds like, isn't there, I mean, there's probably a million of these shows, right? I, I don't know. Again, this is another, this is where Julia would come in and say, whoa, you're finally, finally talking about my network. Oh, is Hallmark she HGTV? HGTV. I know Darn it. it. <laughs> she can recap it tomorrow. They're realtors and renovators and they have their own company, Fox Home, and they have two boys and they're redoing their mid-century Rambler in Edina and they okay. weren't even looking for a TV show. Oh, and someone just picked him up. Someone huh? saw how telegenic they were, and they're like, that's the Midwest they Chip totally and Joanna are. Gaines. They totally are. They're not, you know, they're not super, super polished. They're cute. They're maybe even a little bit. You they know, did a doughy. five minute sizzle <laughs> reel, and then they shot a pilot last winter, and it airs tonight. I think this is very exciting. This is kind of cool. Yeah. So I, this is another channel I'm going to be watching tonight that I've never watched. And I also have to watch American Ninja Warriors because... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tonight's episode is the one that was filmed at U.S. Bank. Oh, yes. during the X Games thing? My dad kind of got me hooked on that show. <laughs> he, it's hard to look away. Once you're in, it's hard to get out. My dad likes HGTV. <laughs> I mean, these are his... Uh, my gay son is all about HGTV. Yeah, yeah. You. So will you mm-hmm. watch this tonight? I will you give it a try? Yeah, Donnie, gonna... will you give it a try? Which one? The HGTV one oh, with no. the Edina couple. <laughs> no. The home no. renovating no. duo. No. I'm going to put my... T- I'm going to actually get my DirecTV to like record it right now i hope i hope they're listening so that when this gets picked picked up because it had amazing ratings in the twin cities then the, of course they'll come on our show and yes um, do a line of plates with us when you let's get real do big. that okay, <laughs> all right listen we come back um uh we've got some hollywood news including johnny depp is being sued by somebody else Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, Julia's going to die. I'm starting another segment with HGTV news before I get to Johnny Depp. (laughs) I'm not doing this either on purpose. It just so happens to be in the news. Um, Okay, so the star of HGTV's Rehab Addict, I don't know if that show is still on, but I do know that Nicole Curtis has been in a bitter custody dispute with this baby, uh, her baby daddy. Uh, according to documents obtained by The Blast, Shane McGuire filed a request for custody 
on July 3rd in the ongoing custody case against Nicole Curtis. He now is seeking sole custody of three-year-old Harper and says, Curtis... She's the one with the rehab addict yep. show. Nicole Curtis, Never watched yeah. that show. She's been incapable of facilitating the relationship between McGuire and their son. He outright claims she's trying to ruin their relationship entirely. The kid's only three. How much can they know? And because the custodial handoffs are a game of cat and mouse. And things got so bad on Father's Day, he had to have his lawyer get involved to make sure he saw his son. Jeez. Oh, she lied about where she was and forced him to drive around town trying to locate the oh, child. Come on. What? Yeah. That sounds like a lot of nutsy behavior. Yeah. And um, they've just, they have been fighting since uh, like 2016. And, you know, he's from Australia. Okay. But he lives here, of so, course. So, and does she live here? I guess so. I thought she. No, I mean, maybe I she, she moved. I think she was here for a while, but and then, then she, she was trying to, to restore a bunch of stuff and then she moved. Yeah. yeah, I don't think she stays in one yeah. place. He accused her of moving across the country after he moved closer. So hmm. anyway, that's just very, very, that's ugly. And that's bad news for HGTV today. The Dyna couple. Good for, news. Good news for HGTV <laughs> again. And the show is Stay or Sell. It'll Stay be on sell. at 10 o'clock. Tonight. On HGTV tonight. Okay. Brad and Heather Fox. Yeah, Ooh. they look cute. They look, yeah, I want their show to Get picked up. Okay, yeah. so Johnny Depp. Oh, dear. Johnny Depp is being sued by a City of Lies crew member. And City of Lies is the movie where Johnny Depp, it's about the Biggie Smalls and um, Tupac murders. Right, Okay. right. And uh, it's coming out in September. This guy, Greg... Rocky Brooks. God, I love a good nickname. Rocky, isn't that good? He worked as a location manager on the movie City of Lies. Yeah. Um, And he is the one who filed this suit. He said that Johnny Depp physically and verbally assaulted him on set and then offered Rocky $100,000 to punch him in the face. (laughs) Okay. That's so Depp. I know, isn't Dad, it? Is really that, you is. don't even question yeah. that. He said the movie, I, I totally believe this guy, the movie was, the, the, the City of Lies was being filmed in April 2017 at the Barclay Hotel in Los Angeles, and it was his job as location manager to ensure filming complied with city permits, because you film in a city, you know, you gotta... You have to have all of, the things. It is amazing how many people work on a movie. Oh, you... I, yeah. yeah. Location manager. So, okay, so he says... And that Johnny, who plays this retired LAPD detective, Russell Poole, who worked on both rap star murders, both Tupac and Biggie Smalls, um, he requested that Johnny Depp requested an extension of the permit so that he could direct two of his friends in an extended version of the scene the crew was filming that day. Okay. 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 Yeah. So he probably got there late. Yeah. Let's be whatever. After extending the permit with the city twice, Rocky Brooks determined that the shot the group was working on would have to be the last one of the night. And that's when Depp lost it. Who the bleep are you? You have no right to tell me what to do. Depp allegedly yelled upon learning that Brooks said he needed to wrap it up. I don't give a bleep who you are and you can't tell me what to do. According to the lawsuit, Johnny Depp 
who allegedly also reeked of alcohol, then maliciously and forcefully punched Brooks twice in the rib cage and yelled, I will give you $100,000 to punch me in the face right now. (laughs) The yelling allegedly continued until Depp's bodyguards came and dragged him away. And remember, he's getting sued by two of his bodyguards who said they were constantly having to get him out of jams. Oh, Oh, Johnny. Johnny. Brooks also claims in the documents that he returned to work three days later, only to be asked by the producer Miriam Siegel, a woman, to sign a document saying he would not sue production. When he declined, guess what happened, everybody? He got fired. That's right. Yep. He got fired. Isn't that a rotten thing Mm -hmm. to to do? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's suing for assault and battery, infliction of emotional distress and negligence, and um, he's going to win. And after reading that Rolling Stone story and looking at Johnny Depp this morning in Rome, really looking rock star heroin haggard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was. Oh, yeah. I know he's out on tour, but I mean. Stays up late. I can yeah. He's burning that midnight oil. Oh, he's yeah. had so many people enabling oh. him. He has forgotten who he was. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think that is exact? Yes. I think, Lori, that and is I don't exactly know. Yeah, the case. I don't know if I should. I mean, I, I feel sympathetic and heartbroken. And yet, at the same time, I'm incredibly annoyed that he pissed away $400 million and has turned out to be bleh. Yeah. You know? He is definitely coasting the, toward yes. a bottom. Yes. And, <laughs> and I believe that he uh, verbally and physically abused uh, Amber Heard. Yeah. You know, so then we have that. And then he, then he had all of his yes men and goons publicly gaslight her. It's... It's he's, sad and it's unsettling. And there, he's going to be in this new Harry Potter extension movie, you know, coming yes, out. Yes, but he's Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah, but he's unrecognizable and I all know, of that. But I mean, weird. The, after reading that Rolling Stone interview, and um, Johnny Depp has always gone with old school Hollywood PR advice from Warren Cowan. I mean, the guy who advised yeah. everybody, Harry mm-hmm. Grant, ever. Never complain, never explain. And that Rolling Stone interview was one big complain and explain. And it, I mean, and he was, he's, he let the, you know, come over at midnight and they would be up all night uh, long drinking and he made no secret of doing blow. And I mean, how old is he now? Johnny Depp is 54. He's 54. He's just in that prime spot, man. He's just like, you know, 55, excuse me. Oh, that makes, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> really? It's one year. I know, but it just does. It's Come important. closer, Donnie. Tipping, okay. tipping. But anyway, I, I, I believe this crew member, and it's, it sounds like something that, uh, that Johnny Depp, um, you know, under the influence, behaves this way. He just thinks, I don't know, this he's a- lost sight of who he is. Uh, do you think he's caught up in being a persona? I, no, I think that he's drinking and smoking and snorting too much. He's doing... Delusions of grandeur. He's... Of all the sorts. And he, just invincibility. He needs to dry out. Robert Downey Jr. got to kick him into a rehab yes, center, please. something, something. I'm just... It's not good. Oh, jeez. All right, listen... We come back. We've got some restaurant news. Yes, we do. And a notable Hollywood obituary.